Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us if you're new. Well, of course, welcome on in. We're going through the book of 1 Kings, and we are at an unbelievable story. We've been looking at the life of Elijah. Elijah was a prophet of God. So to catch you up real fast, here's what happened. God called Elijah. Elijah goes to a king named Ahab. Now, if you remember, if you've been following our podcast and walking with us through this, you'll remember that the kingdom of God is divided because of the sins of the kings. The leaders violated the number one law. The number one thing you don't do is worship other gods. Now, what does that mean? That means value anything or or any other god or deity at the same level as you do the Lord. You, you just don't have a competition. God deserves and demands to be number one in the area of worship in your life. And, and it's right for him to do so because he's the only true and living God. Well, these guys violated that. And so here's what's been going on. They, um, they've been uh, sort of hammered time and time and time again uh, by the Lord. So you would think, now again, you would think that they would learn some things and, and change. It really doesn't work that way until they're really hammered hard. So here's what's going on. Um, uh, Ahab, the king, uh, marries this girl named Jezebel, who's a Baal worshiper. So Elijah, God calls out of the out of the desert to go speak to Ahab. And he basically says this, Ahab, look, uh, by my word, the heavens are going to shut up and it's not going to rain. Okay, it's not going to rain at all. It's not going to rain again until I show back up and say it's going to rain. Well, guess what happened? It stopped raining for three years. Now catch it, three years, no rain, nothing. So you got to wonder, how do you survive? Exactly. Crops fail, livestock die, people die, civilization stops because there's no water. And, and, and so then after three years, God says, okay, show back up and speak to Ahab and uh, have it out with him. So Elijah says, fine, we're going to do it. So this is where we are. He's confronting Ahab after a three-year absence. And oh, by the way, just FYI, Ahab had been looking for him. He'd been sending out scout teams, hiring mercenaries to go into every surrounding country and hillside and try to find Elijah and bring him back, right? So they could get some rain, but they couldn't find him. So he shows back up knowing, knowing the king is going to be mad at him, right? Absolutely knowing that. So he shows back up and the first words, uh, the first words out of Ahab's mouth is, oh, look, here comes trouble. That's exactly what he said. Here's the troubler of Israel. In other words, here comes trouble. And I don't mean the old country song, right? I mean, this was real trouble. This guy had caused some pain into the life of Ahab. So we pick it up in verse 20. He's, he said, okay, uh, Ahab, we're gonna be con- I'm going to confront you. And oh, by the way, since you've turned your heart away from the Lord, I want you to bring all of those prophets and priests of those other religions because I'm going to deal with them too. So here's what happens. So Hab said to all the people of Israel and gather them together at a place called Mount Carmel. So the first thing we see right here is Elijah comes up and he invites the opposition. He doesn't run from the conflict. This is a good word for you. Um, there are people around you that don't buy into the gospel. They don't buy into the truth of the scriptures. They don't buy into the power of the gospel to change someone's life from the inside out. They don't. Don't be afraid of that invite the opposition. Now, that doesn't mean you're to be rude or confrontational or anything like that. What it does mean is you don't back away when discussions naturally come up. That's the Holy Spirit, by the way, giving you the opportunity to speak truth to lies, to speak possibility where there's only despair. See, that as believers is what we carry around within us. And so Elijah says, okay, look, 
I invite the opposition. I invite the conflict. So let's have it out. Then it goes on to this. And so Elijah came near to all the people and said to them, now how long will you be uh, limping? That's a great word. How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, then follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. In other words, Elijah comes out and says, look, you got to make a decision. You've lived in the middle too long. Now, what happens if you drive down the middle of the road? <laughs> you get hit, right? I tell my wife all the time, I only drive on half of the road. I just take my half in the middle. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, but it, that's what happens. You know, if you play in the middle of the road, you get hit by a car. If you play in the middle with your life, when it comes to your spiritual life, nothing good is going to happen. You either have to be for the Lord or for whatever system, idea, thing, or person you want to follow, whatever that might be. But you, but you can't be in the middle. Nothing good happens in the middle except you get hit by a car. And so Elijah says to him, says, look, you got to make a decision. And today, oh, by the way, today's going to be the day to decide. Now, here's what I know. You have someone in your life right now who's been in the middle for a long time. I'm not talking about a year or two. They've been in the middle for years, maybe even decades. They've waffled between the Lord, the things of the world, money, power, sex, relationships, stuff, whatever it might be. There's a lot of stuff, right? It could be a lot of things. But they have wandered between the two. And you've watched it and watched it and watched it. Maybe the Lord's going to speak to you even today, even right now. Maybe not. But maybe the Lord's going to speak to you right now and say, it's time to call them out. Kindly, graciously, but with truth. It's time to call them out. It's time to say, look, you, you can't keep playing the game. If you keep playing the game, you don't win at anything. So decide. If God is God, follow him. If these other things bring the, the greatest importance and of the greatest significance to your life, if these other things is what brings ultimate eternal satisfaction to your soul, then follow it. There's got to be a time where you decide. Now, I don't think you go to that point quickly. I don't think you go to that point with someone with a cavalier man. I don't think you do that at all. I think it has to be in prayer, probably even with fasting. But at some point, the Lord very well may say, it's time to call him out. So here, just early on in the story, here's what we got. Elijah came down. He didn't back away from the conflict. And he said, today's the day you're going to have to choose. Hey, join me next episode. And listen, you're going to love how this story plays out. We'll talk again then. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. Thank you for the story of Elijah. Father, use us um, to be salt and light, to be a positive influence in a culture that needs to know your love and kindness and your power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.